forget what you learned learn in school. school. Never, Never mind, mind what your parents, parents told you. Disregard what your friends say. From now on, the only now on, the only to listen to you are these guys. For the next several minutes, they'll take you on a journey through the political jungle. When your journey is over and you're safe at home, they promise you'll be stronger, smarter, and just plain better. So buckle up. Hang on to your ears, because your journey starts now. Oh, boy. You don't even have a... You're listening to the At Odd Show with Nate and Brian. Shiver me timbers. All right, well, welcome. I'm Nate. That's Welcome Brian. to the At Odds Show. Ridiculous. We're at odds. It's a heck of a start. Hey, it's Thursday, July 11th, 2019. We're coming to you via the Freedom Studios on the 15th floor of the Patriot Towers in Liberty City. Where at, Nathan? Lithuania. Lithuania. My favorite Lithuanian country is Lithuania. Me too. We've been here a couple times. I remember. Okay. That's good. We had some of their uh, local dishes. Do you remember what they were? Uh Lithuania, Lithuania lasagna. Yeah, yep. that was good. They had they Lithuanian had... pancakes that yep. were really good. They had Lithuanian bread. Yep, yeah, we had. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, okay. This really, is... what I liked was Lithuanian noodles. That was good. Uh, want to thank our listeners. Thanks, listeners. Listening. I'm Brian, by the way. That's Nate. We already did, did that. Did we do that? I didn't say my name. <laughs> it didn't matter. Okay. Um. Let's. Oh, we got a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of yeah. stuff. None of it's very interesting, but we got a lot of stuff. You want to do this first? Some of what? The Betsy Ross flag. Oh, I thought we were just leaving it there just and unmentioned, just kind of as a statement, but not. I guess nobody on the podcast would know, would they? You'd have to watch I the wanted video. To give it a hit. You'd have to watch the video <laughs> to see on and YouTube, YouTube.com. We're going to talk about show. knives. Why don't you show them that knife? Which knife? They can't this see one. it. Look. You got to pick it up and can, hold it in your hand. Can you guys see that, those of you listening? No, they can't see it on can't listening, but they can hand. watch it on it's our nice. YouTube channel. It's nice. No, Come you're on, not look. holding it. No, oh, I'm God. scared. It's a good knife. What do you want? I wanted to cut your throat with it. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, that you knife will be at the Second Amendment March uh, in the nice. silent auction. Uh, it's about a $35 value, and you can bid on it. Maybe you'll get it for, you know, a dollar. $50. Oh. But well, this for I mean it's for a good cause. Right. This is the big one. This is made in the Middle East. Look at that. That's a sword. A sword with a W because that's how they say it in the Middle East. Sword. And look at that monster. Yeah. Beautiful steel, well made. Middle East have been making knives and swords for millennia, you've, thousands you've, of years. You've decided to to donate that one, huh? I'm going to donate that. And that, okay. it comes in this beautiful heavy leather sheath, well made mm-hmm. with Two additional little uh, sheath knives. Again, you'll have to check out the video on watch it on YouTube. YouTube.com really, slash you, at show. You should be watching us on YouTube anyway. Yeah, what are you doing here right now? Go there right now, watch our... Well, no, don't go there right now. Wait until we're done, and then once this is posted in a week or so, then go back. Or never. Or never. Anyway, Second Amendment March, September 10th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the... State Capitol in Michigan. Yes. It's going to be a big event. We're still putting it together, trying to get some speakers involved. Uh, but we'll have silent auction. We'll probably raffle off a AR-15 again. There will be food vendors and other merchandise vendors. It's a lot of fun. 
it's really a celebration of the Second Amendment. That's really what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it's it is. It's just a lot of fun. A lot of people bring their kids uh, as a, a, it is, as a lesson it, in civics. It, yeah. The premier Second Amendment event in Michigan. Michigan. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And put on by the three best gun groups in the state by far. Michigan mm-hmm. Open Carry, Michigan Gun Owners, and the Second Amendment March. Yep. All right. Ross Perot dies. 89-year-old Ross Perot once described the movement of U.S. jobs to Mexico. It's kind of Mexico. To Mexico as a giant sucking sound. He succumbed to leukemia. I have a good friend that worked for Ross Perot in Lansing when he had a a company here doing computer stuff for General Motors. And he was a stickler. You know, very straight. You couldn't smoke. You couldn't mingle in any kind of relationships with other employees. You had to live a chase, pure life in order to work for him. She actually went into his office and met him Mm. in Texas. And uh, he had a lot of uh, Norman Rockwell original paintings in his office. That's cool. Yeah. Did he know Norman? I don't know. He might have. I don't know. 89. Yep. He was a little guy. He was only like five six. Not real good at running presidential campaigns. People said that he was the reason that Clinton won a second term. He took votes away from George Bush Sr. in that campaign. Yeah. He got like 19% of the votes that probably would have gone to, to Bush. That's what happens. Yep. Those damn independents. Well, I mean, it's cool, but like, Damn it, we're a two-party country. We're going to have to no, stay a two-party I mean, country. No, we, we Nobody wants we variety. Will. Listen, we will stay a two-party country. Dilemma of choice. You're given too many choices no. and nobody can make up their no, minds. That's, no, that's not. No, that's, that's not actually true. A, a thing. Yes. I know it's a thing, but you're way over-applying it in every case that I've oh heard you apply God. it. But I'm, I'm applying it properly. No, you're not. But what... Right now, we are a two-party country, and we will remain a two-party country, even if all these Justin Amashes think they're going to spin off and become independents. They're not going to win. They are, in fact, going to pull votes away from... Other parties. Yeah. The two established parties. Including Justin Amash running as a Republican and keeping his principles and winning and being able to actually do something. Wow. Huh. Uh, but I guess he's he's not too keen on winning. Or he's got a huge head and thinks he can win no matter what, which is or not he's got, true. He's got a day job. That's <laughs> right, and that was that was the first point I made. Is hmm, this is a pretty pretty easy way to retire from politics right. and, uh, without quitting? Get a good gig, and you can blame it on the establishment Republicans right. and Democrats, and work for a big corporation or a university or something. Yeah. So, um, I why do you, why do you think Ron Paul ran as a Republican? Why do you think Bernie Sanders is running for president as a Democrat? Because a, they uh, wait know. A minute, wait a minute. A socialist Democrat. No, he's running as part of the Democrat Party. Wait, but he's calling himself a socialist He's Democrat. a loser is what he is. But they understand that the affiliation with the party is what it takes to win. Right. Very few. He won now, Vermont as an independent. We'll talk Bernie about Sanders it later how the geez. Democratic Party is eating their own and screwing up, you know, their 
chances. You know, damn it, Ross Pro, you got me all fired up right at the beginning. So let's get more fired up. Do you want to do the U.S. soccer team? I love soccer. Really? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Okay. Not even a little bit. What about them? No, you put it there. I don't know. What? They won. Congrat. Oh, hey. Wait. Hang on. Where's our applause? I got the, hold on. Oh. Are those fireworks in the background? I, gunshots? Oh, no. yeah, that's, that's what it is, gunshots. Not really sure. Yeah, the women's soccer team is really shooting themselves in the foot. No, they... A couple of them are. Look. Well, for, now they're saying the whole team is, doesn't want to go to the White no, House. And, no. What they're, I just the, read that. The, who said that? Yeah, that guy that's on the team. Right. With the blonde hair. What she said was, it's not blonde. Yeah, it is. Is it? It's white, blonde, whatever. Okay. What she said was, everybody that I've spoken to directly about it has said they don't want to go either. And here's the real sad part is the U.S. women's... Soccer has not been a thing in the U.S. for very long. We're relatively new to it, and we're winning, which is huge, right? Because we're the best at everything. I mean, that's it's great. They won. That's a huge accomplishment. It's completely being overshadowed by the morons on the team that want to make it political and think that they have some say. They're going to make some movement on the whole Trump thing. Words matter, and the media that you know, yeah, they won, they won. But hey, you hate Trump, right? Let's talk about that. And it's that's sad that the, and the I mean, you know, and with all that, the whole equal pay thing, because nobody understands economics. And if you want to get equal pay, then maybe you should get equal attention to your sport and not shoot yourself in the foot by alienate half the country. Right. Because half the country's never going to watch women's soccer now. Right. Not that they I, I don't think Trump supporters watch soccer anyway, because it's not an American sport. Uh, I don't know. But, some might. Yeah. Very few of them. And even less of them watch women's soccer. And actually, I think it wasn't the uh, captain of the team that actually picked up the flag that they threw down on the ground. I I, I have a completely different take on that, too. Oh. I don't think she threw it down on well, the ground. Well, no, I, she dropped it. I don't it. think it was disrespectful. Well, I think it was it a mistake, no, she, and she, she shouldn't have done it. it. It was poor etiquette. Yeah, well. But I don't know. It There's very few people that have won a championship of that caliber, right? right? Very few. Right. And. You get caught up, I'd imagine, in, in the, the celebration, in the sure. moment, in yeah. the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. The other people on your team who helped you win said, hey, let's do this weird thing where we do whatever. Shake our whatever, hands. Whatever they did, and she just did it. It wasn't a, this is the flag I'm going to stomp on, I'm going to throw it in the dirt. It just, yeah, I'll give She you was that. carrying the flag to begin with. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. So, yeah, maybe I think it was bad, poor etiquette. It was a mistake. She shouldn't yeah. have done it. Don't think it was malicious. Like the French would say, it was a faux pas. Yeah, and I think we need to just move on and get over it. All right, I let's mean, do come that. on. No, I mean, you know, as a country. No, like I mean right the... now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, Are we done? Ju- we didn't have enough material. I wanted to talk about Fourth of more. July. Trump yeah, gives didn't. a speech, mentions the 1775 airports and how the uh, United States dominated <sighs> the airports mm-hmm. during the Revolutionary War. Now, he said, uh, actually, right in the middle of that sentence, it went out, his teleprompter. Yeah. And that's not a good feeling. I You're standing imagine. in front of millions of people on television, and I don't know what the final count was, but that that crowd, he has to always talk about the crowd, went all the way back to the Washington Monument. It's hard to look at anyways because it was raining all over it. What else is that? I do the speech very well, so I was able to do it without a teleprompter, but the teleprompter did go out. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I, <laughs> I think this is very similar to the flag situation. I don't think he literally thought that there were airports in 1775. I think he was in the moment and he said something stupid that was way incorrect. Yeah. But I don't, I, again, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And do you know why he always talks about the crowds? Is because the media and Democrats are always trying to paint the narrative that the entire country hates him and everyone right. wants him gone. And he's saying, But he's really? been doing that for day one because he's an egomaniac and he likes big crowds. No, I think he's just... He, no, that's he, it. No, that's not it. it he understands. He's been saying that when, when he first started running. Look at the crowds. It's great. All these people came to see me. Oh, it's great. They love me. He's an egomaniac. No. I, yes, he is. I, you have to admit that. You know that's true. I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I don't goodness. think that's true. I think... Okay. I actually don't. Okay. I actually don't think it's true. You think he's a, a humble, good, simple man? Kind of. Lives a simple little No, life. I'm not saying he lives a simple life. I'm yeah. saying he lives, he's, a, he's a, he lives he's, an appropriate life for he's, what he's accomplished. He's arrogant and egocentric. He may be arrogant, but I think he's not even that arrogant. I think he's confident more than arrogant. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. But I think he understands that pointing out the crowds and the attention he has is important because the media is not going to do it. And he understood that from day one. That's that's the reason he was elected is because he understood attention, how to get attention, how to make people see that he had the attention. Well, I didn't say that egomaniacs are necessarily bad at uh, getting elected I to mean, office. Look at you. Right. I've held many, many major national political offices. <laughs> President Jeffs. And I'm an egomaniac. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Oh, jeez. It would either be anarchy or, like, the most fascist, uh, tyrannical time of our country's history. And I'm not sure which way it would go. I think it would depend on the day. Well, I'll tell you something. The first thing I do is legalize I, marijuana. I'd, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. First, do we have oh, a Tower no. of London in the U.S.? Or you'd pa- you'd or build one, right? Yeah, yeah I'd build one. An exact replica. <laughs> the Ravens and the Beefeaters as well. Uh the uh, first thing I do is legalize marijuana. Okay. And prostitution, of course. I mean, would you stop at marijuana? No, I'd legalize all drugs. See, I'm going towards the anarchy, aren't I? Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you just legalize everything? Well, well the, that's that's. I don't agree with that. <sighs> Tyrant. What good is what good is uh, having law-abiding citizens when there's no law? You got to have power over them. We don't want law-abiding citizens. No, we 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 don't. We want to make them criminals so right. we can control them. Where's yeah. that? That's familiar. Ayn Rand. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's one of my favorite uh, quotations from Atlas Shrugged. I'd vote for you. Just I know s- you would. Just to see how it goes. I would make you something. Like, like what? I don't know. I make. I appoint you something. I I asked you to make think, a Betsy Ross flag for the show today, and I see your sewing machine must have broken. No, I I had I live in the twenty first century, and so I printed it out. Mm-hmm. I think I think you would be the head of cleaning up my. Oh, I see. I thought you. I <laughs> when you said you'd make me something, I thought like you'd <laughs> like you like uh, make you sausage. Yeah, like <laughs> yes, like whittle a statue or something. Oh God! But no. you mean no. yeah? I, I got gotcha. no. I give you a position. Either. Oh, what would it be in my administration? I think you would be cleaning <laughs> the execution cells. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Somebody's got to clean up all that yeah, blood. That's terrible. All right. Uh, so I'm, I guess I'd be right down the middle, wouldn't I? It was not you, really anarchy. Every, really... uh, everything's legal, <laughs> but I'm killing the ones of you I don't like. I right. mean, that's just it. I think that's fair. <laughs> Do I have your vote? All right. Yeah, right. You you have to dip your finger in ink. You'd be El Jefe of Execution. 
I don't want that. Now, Trump is so good, a federal court of appeals in Manhattan says that President Trump cannot block critics from his Twitter account. Yeah. No surprise. Calling it unconstitutional viewpoint discrimination. What else did they say? Oh, uh, yeah, blah, blah. First Amendment does not permit a public official, this is what they said, who utilizes a social media account from all manner of official purposes to exclude persons for an otherwise open online dialogue because they express views with which the official disagrees. Now, yeah, so that's the that's the line here. They didn't say that Trump cannot block anybody from his Twitter account. They didn't say that. They said he can't block people because of oh, the that. views they hold or the right. things they're saying. Yeah. Uh, so... That's a distinction that's well, important. Well, can, can, he, can he block them because he doesn't like the way they look? Uh, yeah, mm, it depends. <laughs> I mean, is it because of their race? Then no, because I no, think that's they just, I don't like the way they look. Yeah, that, yes. Execution chamber. Why not? <laughs> Nate, you're up tonight. <laughs> Crap. Yeah. Who's, I, who, I, who's Joey Salads? Uh, his name is his name's like Salido or yeah, something. It goes by Joey Salads. He's suing uh, AOC for blocking him. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, and yeah. I think local governments have gone to court over it. Right, like uh, on Facebook, for, they for block people, blocking people, deleting yeah. comments, that sort of thing. So you know, that's interesting. That's all you got to say about that. That's it. It's interesting. I think, uh, I think it makes sense. I think a, a, an official government account should not be able to block or uh, it's, suppress it's, it's speech. It's a first, first Amendment issue, right? It's a First Amendment yeah. issue. It gets a little tricky when it's if it's President Trump's personal Twitter account, but he, he I, I agree that he has made it pretty clear He's that he uses both. it for yeah. for official purposes. But what I, what I don't get is that um, the First Amendment only applies to printing presses and paper. Yeah, that it, that's weird. It shouldn't be applied <clears throat> to weird. electronic stuff. You should be able to abuse people's rights and, and ban people from using electronic stuff right. because that was not in the Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's why I have my musket. You have a musket. Uh, well, I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was. Mm. Hmm. It's fun getting old, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> how, old, how old am I? I don't know. Lithuanian rats are big. It's a big rats. <laughs> big, big rats. Real big and noisy. All right. All right. So, what was AOC eating? She's eating their own. Uh, she's a cannibal. I put notes down. Scary stuff, but oh, I think it's scary because they're they're trying to take over. So the the left-wing activist group that spearheaded the political rise of AOC is now working to take down several incumbent Democrats who have defied the party's freshman progressive wing, Mm -hmm. leaving some of uh, House Speaker's Nancy Pelosi's loyalists on Capitol Hill anxiously wondering if they'll fall in the crosshairs. This is very similar to the, um, the rise of the brown shirts in the National Socialist Party in uh, that became the Nazi Germany in the in the twenties and thirties, <clears throat> same type of stuff. They they got a bunch of radicals elected into local, into state, into national politics, and basically killed off literally mm. opponents, threatened others, and took over the party. And it sounds like that's what they want to do here. I hate her. I really <laughs> really hate her. I don't just dislike her intently. 
I hate her. I think she's evil. And I don't think she's very smart. Oh, yeah, for sure. So Justice Democrats, which uh, was co-founded by AOC, Chief of Staff, uh, I don't know, Charaka Barata, has already announced is looking to unseat seven-term pro-life Texas Democrat Henry Collier, who represents a conservative district and has boasted about his endorsement from the National Rifle Association. He's also on the list. Uh, Yep. So that's scary. And then... It's not scary. It is scary. It's not. It, it, it isn't scary. because it won't work. Oh, it could. It won't, and it, it could. Had, work. That's what they said about the Nazis, Nate. They said the same damn thing. He's a crazy artist from uh, Austria. That's that's not going to amount to anything. He's a little pissant. They had already. Guess what happened? They had already taken people's guns. Certain? No, they hadn't. They had. No, they hadn't. There was registration. Come on now. With the Weinart no, uh, administration. Hitler didn't no, do that no, until 38. No, he was already elected no. chancellor by then. I'm talking about a decade before. So, so um, Not worried about it. it it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And besides, just because you have the right to bear arms, <clears throat> you've got to be willing to use the arms. No, but my... And things will happen so slowly that all of a sudden you're going to have all these communists that are going to have control of the White House. <laughs> it's not going to work, is my point. It won't. It it may work in a few places, like AOC got elected, may work in a couple other places. All that's doing is weakening the Democrat Party. Right, but there'll still be a Democratic Party, as you talked about before, and if it's a majority of them are like AOC... But they won't be, is what I'm saying. That's what they said It'll cause Republicans... An AOC-type person will win in some of those places, but Republicans will win in some of them, too. Listen... AOC is so disingenuous and lies so much. You saw the, the, the border pictures of her crying at a parking lot fence. Now she's recorded as saying that when she visited the uh, internment camps that the, 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 the poor people were drinking out of the toilet. They had, the only water they had was toilet water, and she was so passionate. It's the freshest so, water in the place. And, uh, she was so crying because it was horrible. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, and so uh, I guess the chief patrol agent of the Tucson sector made a little video, and he went in and he explained uh, the drinking fountain and sink that's above the toilet that has potable water and filled a cup and drank it. Mm-hmm. Went, mm, that's good water. <laughs> he didn't say that. but uh, So I think AOC knew that that was good water, and that's just a drinking fountain. A lot of jails have those types or of things. Or she's an idiot. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I really hate to think she's <laughs> that stupid, but maybe. Uh, so, she can dance pretty well. So she's a liar. She doesn't dance really that well either. I thought it was all right. I don't know. I don't think so. I know she doesn't like Nancy Pelosi. She doesn't. So they had a public spat mm-hmm. where uh, uh, this was just yesterday. Her and Nancy went into it. She's accusing Nancy of singling out yeah, her geez. and her colleagues based on their race. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I think this is good for the country. Yeah, Pelosi's trying to keep the Democratic caucus in line, specifically for newly elected outspoken progressives. And we know who they are. Mm-hmm. And the feud continued. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
escalated after Congress passed a border funding bill that only the four young Democrats opposed. I love this. Because of their race. Right? Right, because of their race. Yeah. And because um, of all the people coming in. You know, I don't... I, yeah, I don't... I, there's no... There's no... There's no race there, is there? Sure, they all have a race. No, race is a social construct. It doesn't exist in okay, biological that's terms. That's ridiculous. But okay. You can't even have a conversation. But I'm that's... telling you, all of them would be basically Caucasians. People in the Middle East, if they're light or dark-skinned, they're still considered a Caucasian. They're not an, of a Negroid African race. So I don't even know if it's race. It's like saying, you know, everything. you're racist if you hate Mexicans. Well, Mexicans, is, Mexico. Everything is race. Mexican isn't a race. It's she a has country. no other argument. That's why it's so ridiculous. I don't know why you're trying to make sense of it. But I love what Pelosi says. She told the New York Times, she goes, all these people, speaking of the, the four, have their, you know, public whatever and their Twitter world, but they didn't have any following. They're four people, and that's how many votes they got. I love that. Uh, you get it? No. What does that even mean? She said, you know, these young people, they have all their Twitter and public account. They have all this big following on there. But when it comes to actually getting something done, they only got four boat, votes, which was themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. what she's saying. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, but that is kind of their, the four of them. That's kind of their point is they're rallying the public, the people outside of Congress to say, hey, look at the rest of these idiots. We need to do something about them. So, I, yeah, I get it. AOC actually said that. You know, when the comments first started, I kind of thought she was keeping the progressive flank at more of an arm's distance in order to protect more moderate members, which I understood. But the persistent singling out, it's disrespectful. Mm. And it's explicitly singling out newly elected women of color. Yeah. See, so she didn't say race. The article said race. She said color, and they have they have a color. Yeah, I do. We all have color. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, we and they're women. Of and color, they're newly even. elected. Exactly. So she was she Every, was accurate. Spot on. Let's take a break. Really? Yeah. That time already. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm doing it. Oh, I want to talk more about lying. Do you have a question? New comments. I do have a question. Which president and first lady established? Mm -hmm a library in the White House. Until oh, them, there was no question. library yeah. in the White House. See, the, I'll give you a hint. There oh, wasn't boy. any TV then. So one of the things you can do is read. Oh, so it was before 2004. Exactly. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. Red State Talk Radio. My Parents Open Carry, a pro-gun kids book from White Feather Press. 13-year-old Brenna and her parents spend their day in typical fashion, but what's not so typical is that Brenna's parents lawfully open carry handguns for self-defense, and the Strongs join a growing number of families who are standing up for their Second Amendment right and bringing gun ownership out of the closet. Order your copy of this unique kids book at MyParentsOpenCarry.com. You 
know advertising works, and as you listen to this right now, so are others. Advertising on the internet is a proven way to get your message out there. So if you have a business or some message you want to get out, why not advertise on At Oz? Our rates are reasonable, and we can create and record an ad for you at no charge. If you already have a 15, 30, or 60-second audio ad, we can play it on our show. At Oz can be heard on Red State Talk Radio, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and you can watch it on our YouTube channel. You can mail us at talk at atoddshow.com, and we can discuss and personalize an ad campaign for you today. down under, I can always count on Nate and Brian for their interesting perspective on topics important to freedom and civil rights by listening to the At Odds Show. Nate and Brian cover important topics with insights, intelligence, and of course, humor. I can always expect a laugh or two. So if you want to be informed and have a great time, give these guys a listen. The Ed Odd Show with the greatest political talk show hosts in history, Nate and Brian. Nate and it's Brian. sad that they actually believe that. So give a listen because the delusional need love too. Are you looking for some way cool t-shirts? Check out ChuckDug.com. They have hundreds of crazy fun t-shirts like gun, patriotic, and you better believe zombie shirts. At ChuckDug.com, you'll find quality shirts at a quality price. All shirts start at just 10 bucks, with free shipping over 50 bucks. Mention Radio 1 coupon code at checkout and grab a cool 10% off. That's ChuckDug.com. T-shirts with attitude. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Nate. If you like the Ad Odds Show, and we know you do, why not order your very own Ad Odds t-shirt sizes small to 6XL in a cool black color. So support our show, check out the great prices at ChugDug.com, or head over to our website, AdOddsShow.com, and click the link. And unlike listening to our show, you won't be disappointed. A full, free, and absolute pardon unto Richard Nixon. Oh, thank you. It was, a Nixon, it was Ford pardoning Nixon. Was that a hint? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I wish. All right, so which president and first lady established uh, a library in the White House? Well, it was during Millard Fillmore's presidency in 1850 to 1853. Oh, no, we didn't have any guesses. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Give some of the guesses. All of them except that one. Yeah, okay. All the presidents <laughs> but that one. And Ben Franklin. Yeah, uh, Benjamin Franklin was not the president to put a library in. Yep. All right, Congress uh, established funding for the library. And Franklin's wife was not a fan of libraries. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Anyways, it was spearheaded by uh, Abigail Fillmore. 
Okay. The library uh, was originally in the Yellow Oval Room. Oh. Until 1929, where it moved to its current location by the Hoover administration. Uh, by the time of their relocation, though, there were hardly any books in there. So the American Booksellers Association donated books and has continued to do so to this day. Oh. It's a lovely little room. It's not very big. It's, it's like nice of them. 10 by 15 feet, you know. It's a small place. Maybe it's 20 by 15 or something. And I know Obama and some other presidents have done interviews in there. It's quite lovely. All right. They read any of the books? Are there any good books in there? Uh, My Parents Open Carry. Should be, and probably The Art of the Deal will be in there. Yeah, I would think. Which is funny. Autograph copy should be in there. Oh, yeah? Wait, can we donate a book? I I don't know. We should Uh, do that. We should. On this day in 1805, a duel was held in Weehawken, New Jersey. Mm. You know who it was? I do. Yeah, it was Burr and Hamilton. The men met at 7 a.m. at the dueling grounds. Funny, it was the same spot where Hamilton's son had died defending his father, his father's honor just three years earlier. Should have known. Hamilton got into a lot of duels, but none of them ended in bloodshed because they were usually uh, settled. But there's conflicting accounts. Uh, one person, Hamilton second, said that uh, Hamilton decided that dueling was morally wrong and deliberately fired into the air. Burr's second said that he shot at Burr and missed, but Burr did shoot Hamilton in the stomach and the bullet lodged next Mm -hmm. to his spine. He was taken back to New York and he died the next day. The nation, I didn't know this, the nation was outraged by the killing of uh, Hamilton and they charged Burr with murder in New Jersey. But since he was vice president, he could finish his term with immunity. Mm-hmm. But by 1805, basically, uh, Burr was a pariah, and he concocted a plot with James Wilkinson, commander of the U.S. Army, to seize the Louisiana Territory and establish an independent empire, which <laughs> Burr presumably would lead. Mm-hmm. He contacted the British government and an unsuccessfully pleaded for assistance in the scheme. <laughs> well, they learned their lesson. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they were like, uh-uh. Because <laughs> then there was a War of 1812 just a few yeah, years later, yeah. though. It, later, we, uh, People forget quickly. I know. Uh, when border trouble with uh, Spanish Mexico heated up, Burr and Wilkinson conspired to seize territory in Spanish America <laughs> for the same purpose. In the fall of 1806, hmm. Burr led a group of well-armed colonists towards New Orleans, Promoting an immediate U.S. investigation, Wilkinson, in an effort to save himself, threw Burr under the bus mm-hmm. and accused Burr of treason. Burr was arrested in Louisiana for treason and sent to Virginia to be tried in a U.S. court. He was acquitted on a technicality. Nevertheless, public opinion condemned him as a traitor, and he fled to Europe. <laughs> Where all traitors go. Yep. He later returned to private life in New York. Murder charges against him forgotten. He died in 1836. Huh. I also didn't tell you what today was national like a jerk. National American Pet Photo Day. Oh, that's cool. You want to see a picture of my dog? No. Okay. I've had your dogs all over me already today. I know. All right. Uh, oh, this is another woman I don't really care for from Minnesota. Congresswoman Omar has admitted that she embellished a story <clears throat> she told a group of 400 high school students about an old woman that stole a loaf of bread for her granddaughter, and then was sentenced to jail time. And uh, it was very sad, and she cried in the courtroom because she was a woman of color. 
<laughs> right. And, uh, of course, the uh, press picked up on this, and they said, hmm, this sounds like the plot to Les Miserable. <laughs> and that if there's any grain of truth in it at all, it had likely been embellished. She admitted that she may have stretched the truth. Yep. She, the woman might have had prior arrests. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Uh, she was attempting to prove to the veterans that Republicans don't care about troops. This is another time she lied and alleged that approximately 45% of military families rely on food stamps to get by. Actually, the number is less than 5%. So she lies. AOC lie. They all lie. And how do they do that and not expect not to get caught? What is it about politicians? How big is their egos that are so huge that they just lie, lie, lie? Now, Hitler said, you know, if you say a lie big enough and often enough, it's, it becomes the truth. But, it's not about them expecting to not get caught. It's about what's happened to her because of it. Nothing. Well, that's the other thing. But they just do it and get away with it, and it's right. horrible. Right. They have no morals, no ethics, no nothing. No nothing. They, they just, they're despicable people. All right, so... They got elected. I'm going to talk real quick about this. We've talked before in the past, and I get into Facebook uh, discussions about this. Oh, jeez. Nate, if go. you get pulled over by oh. the police and oh. they want to search your car... I thought this was going somewhere else. Well, and, yeah. and, and you, why not let them? you got I've nothing got no, to hide. Yeah, that's exactly right. you got and, nothing to and hide. that's what I tell them. Yeah, go I ahead say, and go do ahead. it. In fact, you come back to my house, you can search that, too, if you want. Yeah, because there, there's no possible way things will go bad. Don't consent to searches. That's a Fourth Amendment right. And even if they have probable cause, still say you don't consent. Yeah. Florida sheriff's deputy was arrested for planning drugs and falsely arresting at least 10 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they obtained body camera footage showing him lying about the results of a roadside field test. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement announced yesterday that following a months-long investigation, the deputy was arrested and charged with 52 felony including racketeering, mm. false imprisonment, fabricating evidence, and get this, drug possession. Yeah, well, <laughs> makes sense. The investigators Yeesh. laid out how Webster kept unmarked bags of marijuana and methamphetamines in a truck of his patrol car, manip- manipulated his body camera, planted drugs oh, wow. in people's cars, falsified arrest reports to railroad innocent people under the color laws. Some of his victims had prior records, some weren't. Uh, one person lost custody of his daughter because of it. Real consequences. Mm. You go to prison for this kind of crap. Uh, The agent in charge of the investigation, there's no question that Wester's crimes were deliberate and his actions put innocent people in jail. You know, it's just a few bad cops, Nate, right? It's true. But the prosecutor who first flagged some of Wester's suspicious cases has since quit the state attorney general's office and filed a whistleblower's retaliation complaint said she was ostracized and ignored after bringing this to light. So it's not just the cops. It's the whole friggin' system. Oh, for sure. Now you can say, well, you know, this doesn't happen very long. Listen, they dismissed over a hundred cases that he worked on, investigated over 250 Mm -hmm. so far. Mm. So this wasn't like, a once a year thing or once you know or getting back at somebody for revenge he didn't know these people yeah he was doing it all the time for what for what reason they still don't know why he was doing it so this guy's a psychopath oh for sure all right it's terrible 
Uh, I don't know if not consenting to a search would have helped you much in this case. It, it, no, it probably wouldn't, but it helps if you don't give them permission with mm-hmm. court. Because then they can say there's lots of reasons to not give permission. Just just don't do it out of mm-hmm. out of standard protocol. No, you can't search my car. Yep. God. What a jerk. I did it for a conservation officer that stopped me a couple of years ago. Hey, can I chuck the back end of your Suburban? I said, no. He goes, huh? <laughs> I said, no, you can't. He goes, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's just fishing. There was no reason for it. it was the, the whole stop was unlawful. Here's the thing. If they actually have probable cause to search your car, they're not going to ask. They don't ask. ask. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you so say So when no. they ask, they're fishing. Meanwhile... More people of color are, are upset with the Democratic Party. Yeah, go figure. Did you hear about the big shot, Robert Johnson, who was the executive founder and longtime Democrat of Black Entertainment Television, said that the Democratic Party has become too liberal to defeat Trump. The party, in my opinion, has moved too far to the left. Mm-hmm. Forbes has labeled uh, Robert Johnson the first African-American billionaire. Oh, wow. He says, become so liberal, he's not supporting any particular 2020 candidate at this time. That's good. It's interesting. Which goes back to this with color. It's all race this week. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Following backlash, Afro Future Fest changes ticket prices. Michigan news. That charged white people double the ticket price to see this concert. Yeah. And uh, who was it? It was a woman that came. Uh, I can't think of her name. But there was an artist. A black, she's biracial. That's why she was mad. When she found out about it, she dropped out of the festival. And uh, what'd she say? Considering the wealth gap right now. This wasn't her. With this was the founder. People. Okay. The quote that you're reading was okay. the founder of it. Or the, I mean, the organizer of, the, of Afrofuture Fest. Is that what you're reading? I guess. Did you put that in there? Yes. Oh, that's why it doesn't look familiar at all. Because I thought I had it down here. Yeah, I doubt it. Huh. I did have something on this. What? Where is it? What'd you do to it? It's not there. You didn't. Huh. Is it up farther? Did I delete it? Okay, well, so what did they say? Anyways... Did they change their policy now? There was a black uh, entertainer, biracial entertainer, that yeah. dropped out saying. Her name is Tiny Jag. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So the, the organizer of the event, what she said, because what they would charge like $10 for an early bird for a person of color, $20 for a non-person of color, or they called them white people. Uh, considering the wealth gap right now with where black people are economically in comparison to white people collectively, this is what we need, which doesn't even make sense. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I mean, what she's saying is basically black people are poor and white people are rich, and that's not right. fair, which isn't true, first of all. Yeah. But, I mean, and come two, on. Two, they, they can't do that because that's discriminating based you on You would race. think, yeah. yeah. So they, uh, they did change the ticket price. She said they didn't change their principle. They changed it because of all the backlash, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. But they still think that it's the right thing to do. But mm-hmm. they had to change it because... We were receiving threats from racist white supremacists yeah, that from sending threatening messages to elders on this land here, yeah, she I said. What is that? that? What, but at what land? What I don't know. That? What elders? What, what does that mean? 
I don't, I don't understand. I don't even know what organization she's with uh, other than this Afrofest organization. But they've already sold $1,000 in ticket sales. That's yeah, pretty good. It's great for them. <laughs> We're doing collectively what we need to do, which is supporting equity and using Afrofuture as a framework to move forward and do what we have to do for our people, she said, which means charging white people twice the amount because of equality. Yep. Financial, economic, I don't understand inequality. how anybody, which is why uh, Tiny Jag dropped out, she said, that's not equality. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Uh, and she wasn't, I mean, you're saying she was biracial, which is why there, there that's were, what she said, the there were plenty of, plenty of people of all races that thought this was just a terrible No, idea. I know, but she was using that in her quote is one of the reasons why it bothered her. Yeah. It's an out for her <clears throat> because if she was... 100% black, they would, you know, call her an Uncle Tom or something. I don't know if they've, uh, if she jumped back on the ticket since they, yeah, I don't know. Since they actually made, and you know what? Since they actually made the prices equal. I don't really care if she does or not. The point was. I thought that's why you were going, was to see her. No, I'm not going. Did you already pay your $40 no, no, or I, you got I the didn't. early bird? No, no, no. The person of color price? The National African American Gun Association. I haven't heard of this. Or Nagger, huh? For short, no. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it is. And there's no R. First of all, oh, it's so. Naga. Sorry, Naga. Naga. And uh, they were asked about that, but anyways, what they say? They said, well, they said it's it's fine. Yeah. The goal of the National uh, uh, African American Gun Association is to introduce Black Americans to guns and also instruct them on how to use them. Okay. Uh, NRA already kind of does that. Organizers say it's a civil rights organization that adds to build community and promote self-protection. Started in 2015. Get this, 30,000 members, 75 chapters nationwide. Wow, good. Uh, Let's see. According to a Pew Research broken down by race, 24% of African Americans say they personally own a gun, compared with 30% six percent of whites and 15 of hispanics some say they want to have a larger platform so the reason i'm bringing it up they want to create a pack okay and um there's backlash from members saying well if we start a pack then we won't get any support because then you know we'll be supporting just black stuff and we don't want to just support black stuff we want to have second amendment for for everything um but they want to raise money to help black candidates who are sympathetic to the Second Amendment. They think their prime some some of the members think their primary focus should be working on solutions between black gun owners and the police. Blacks have told me, the person quoting, that they wouldn't open carry because of the risk of law enforcement. We know Rick Ector, okay. who's a black man who opened carries in Detroit. He's mm-hmm. a firearm instructor and does a lot of good things. But I gotta agree. I think I think blacks do probably get harassed more when firearms are involved. I mean, there was a case just in Michigan in Grand Rapids yesterday about a 13 year old who had a handgun BB gun, and the cops drew their guns on him, <clears throat> put him down, and, and handcuffed him, and then realized it was a BB gun. And their statement was, uh, "Well, was BB guns are legal." They could do. Or they have done that with a black. 13-year-old, or I mean a white 13-year-old, I don't know. 
Let's test that out. I don't know any. Don't you have a, a daughter that's around that age? We'll throw her in Grand Rapids downtown with a BB gun. See how that plays out. Then we can play the, the white card and the female card. Yeah. I think that's a bad idea. She'd end up getting her leg punched by the cop. She would. <clears throat> Old news, the NRA is going to shut down NRA TV. Yeah, we already talked about that. Did we already? Yeah. All right, I'm going to I'm going to delete that now. <clears throat> and the thing is, the NRA's not shutting it down actually. The, yeah, that's right. The advertising firm that they contracted with right. owns it. So, that's what's happening. So, this is the start of a joke. Five police officers walk into a Starbucks <laughs> and then are asked to leave Ordered moments later. Oh. No, they, they the barista asked them to to leave because they had guns. Well, they said either Either move out of the line of sight of this customer or leave the premises. Yeah, because there was a customer that felt scared. Didn't feel safe. They were safe. triggered. They were unsafe. Tempe, Arizona. It was on the 4th of July. Employee, uh, <clears throat> customer told employees they didn't feel safe. Well. The union, the Officers Association president, said that uh, it's becoming more common. It's uh, being... Mm. Accepted to not trust or see police and think that they were here were not here to serve you. Good. And again, it goes back to we take great pride of the level of customer service we provide to citizens, yeah. and to be looked at a feeling as unsafe when you have law enforcement around you is somewhat perplexing to me. I was in I a well a Seven Eleven. I don't, which is interesting because today's Seven Eleven. I was in a Seven Eleven talking to a cop they had donuts there they had coffee there the cop was there they they're there every day getting their free donuts and coffee mm-hmm. and he i he said what where we, was this again this was in frankmuth it no was but a, was the place 7-eleven oh okay. i said it's funny because today is july 7-11. 11th yeah. uh the cop said that if somebody came in to rob the place he would do nothing to protect me yeah. so how am i supposed to assume that any police officer that's around me makes me safer right so I, it's not perplexing to me that people don't feel safe with the cops I, around. I, you know, I talked to a relative that had a PPO against somebody and felt that that she was going to be safer because of that, and that there were lots of police around. And I explained to her how long it would take, and I said, "How many times do you think you could be stabbed in ten minutes?" Mm-hmm. She goes, "Oh, I suppose a lot." I said, "Yeah." So you can't count on the police. We only care about the first few. After that, you probably go numb, die out. I don't know. Although people have been stabbed dozens of times and survived. So, I mean, on one hand, I get it. I think it's kind of weird to ask a police officer to leave because somebody doesn't feel comfortable. I mean, really just saying. Well, they do it it to us. They shouldn't. I think that's weird, too. I know. So I'm not not being hypocritical to say, good, I don't like cops. They need to leave. I think Starbucks should stop kicking people out that aren't causing any problems. Right. Um, just because they have a firearm. Yeah, whether they're a cop or not, don't care. But I'm sure on the other was... hand, I totally understand not feeling safer because there's cops around you. Right. I don't right. ever. Have you ever, has anybody ever been pulled over and thought, oh, good. I feel safe. There's going to be a cop near me yep. ever. Yep. And it just, you don't have, I mean. They don't even have to pull you over. They just can drive up behind you. Exactly. You they see the them parked field. on the side of the road yeah. and <laughs> and you immediately go to fear. <laughs> yeah, and, and this union guy doesn't get that. Yeah, it's perplexing to him. Starbucks is investigating. 
Yeah, I bet they are. They'll apologize. They'll give them some free coffee and say, cops are always welcome. Well, they probably are. You were getting free coffee mm-hmm. and donuts. That's yeah. why they're mad. Yeah. Because the Dunkin' Donuts across they the street. They kicked them out before they got them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's Dunkin's. It doesn't matter. All right. Aren't we done yet? No. About uh, 25 more minutes. No. This was this was two more minutes. old news. I just thought it was interesting. This was from 2015, but uh, some Native Americans found squash seeds in where, a pot. Where are you? That, way down. Uh, about um, They were 800 years old. Think of that. That's pre-Columbian. That's, were they dated? You know, hunting, gathering stuff. There was pot, a sticky the, note with the date next to it? Or yeah, they, they labeled it. the Ziploc or what? They had Ziplocs. The baggie, yeah. They 800-year-old squash, and they revived the plant for the first time <clears throat> oh, in no. centuries. That seems like a bad idea. No, it's a great idea. No, that's like bringing back and woolly it's, mammoths. It's We're cool. in trouble. It's not the same. It's exactly woolly the same. Woolly mammoth is extinct. These were not extinct. They were oh. still viable. They were just in a pot in storage. Big difference. They were not extinct. Mm-hmm. They just weren't planted. That's like saying all your man juice is extinct because it's still inside you and not being used. No, that's weird. That's not the same, but... All right. All so right. anyways, what I loved about it is they had a picture of it, and it's a big orange squash mm-hmm. uh, that they've distributed to native communities, including some college students in Canada who grew them. They're like a, a like a big, fat zucchini, except they... They're they're orange and have markings kind of like a watermelon, except it's it's orange. Hmm. I just thought that was neat. This is an eight hundred year old squash. This is a squash that indigenous people were growing, cultivating, and eating. Mm-hmm. Eight hundred years you ago, eat some. It's probably expensive. I would eat it. I would love to eat it, just like I would like to go into Alaska when they find <clears throat> frozen mammoth meat and they cook it and eat it. I would love to eat some mammoth. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll get to when they're roaming around killing all the humans <laughs> because of the squash. Kill all humans. <laughs> yeah, because they're robots, and that's what they sound like. That's how mammoths. You uh, don't know how mammoths talked. Have you seen Ice Age? I know exactly how they talk. Yeah. Oh, like Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Little, little nasally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a guy from New York or somewhere. Yeah. I could... Uh, do you have any jokes? I could do an off-color no, joke. No, you don't. No, don't do that. But it's it's going to be subtle. Do you have any race jokes? We've been doing race all day. Uh, I'm just kidding. You have four seconds, so you're not okay, going to be able to do get it. anything out. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? See you next week. All right. Bye-bye.